0: Episode 389 on Monday the 25th of April 2016. Um, As always, I am your host. I'm back home. I'm in the studio. Um, Welcome to my mug. Let's do some news. So it's good to be doing some news. Let's get on with it. Um, Brazil Pathetio is back. Um, This blend has lots and lots of history. It is 100% Brazil blend. Um, It's really because the Brazils came back and people pestered us enough for it. It's a beautifully sweet, balanced, round blend. It has all the beautiful parts of um, a Brazilian coffee. A little bit more complexity maybe because of that blend, but a definite must try. You may remember a few weeks ago we did Bolivia La Linda. new coffee for us a big favorite we've now got the longbury the longbury uh, was used in the brewers cup championship a couple of weeks ago uh, not by me i did use it in the first round but failed miserably uh, but used by jeremy chandler of Proof Rock in london um, and won the brewers cup here in the uk a coffee you should try it's a small lot so you won't be seeing it on in my mug so if you want to buy it, you should definitely buy that um, it's now time for focus on and this week we're going to focus on the natural process Now it's been a while since we've shown this video and I think it's important that we do because it's a really good way of learning. All the other processing videos are available on the website but let's roll the natural processing video so you understand what natural processing actually is. Hello and welcome to the second in the coffee processing videos we have done. And today we're going to be looking at natural or sometimes called dry processed coffee. Cherries are picked from the trees and cleaned. They're clean so the producer can separate the unripe, overripe and damaged cherries and remove dirt, soil, twigs and leaves. This is often done by hand using a large sieve. Any unwanted cherries are picked out from the top of the sieve. The coffee cherries are spread out in the sun, either on large concrete or brick patios or on matting raised to waist height on trestles called Indian raised beds. As the cherries dry, they are raked or turned by hand to ensure even drying and prevent mildew. This can have a big effect on the final taste in the cup and stops an over fermentation of flavours. It may take up to four weeks before the cherries are dried to the optimum moisture content, depending on the weather conditions. On larger plantations, machine drying is sometimes used to speed up the process after the coffee has been pre-dried in the sun for a few days, although this is rare. The drying operation is the most important stage of the process since it affects the final quality of the green coffee. A coffee that has been overdried will become brittle and produce too many broken beans during hulling. Broken beans are considered to be defective beans. Coffee that has not been dried sufficiently will be too moist and prone to rapid deterioration caused from attack of fungi or bacteria. The dried cherries are then sent to the mill. This is sometimes done on the farms where hulling, sorting, grading, and bagging can take place. All the outer layers of the dried cherry is removed in one step by the hulling machine. The dry method is used for about 90% of Arabica coffee produced in Brazil and most of the coffee is produced in Ethiopia and Indonesia. Almost all robustas are processed by this method. It is not practical in very rainy regions where the humidity of the atmosphere is too wet or where it rains frequently during the harvesting. And that's it, naturally processed coffee. This week's coffee is a natural coffee, as you know, and it's from Brazil Fazenda Cachoeira, which has become such an important coffee to us. Um, It is a stunning example of what a great Brazilian coffee really should be. Um, Fazenda Cachoeira, is a farming just outside of Minas Gerais, So I'm talking about Minas Gerais, and it really is on the state border of Sao Paulo and Minas Gerais in the town of Poços de Caldos. And it is the coffee that I first tasted, not this one, it was the pork natural that we did in 383. But the natural is equally as good, but it was the first coffee that made me realize how amazing coffee really can be. I remember exactly the place, exactly the time, exactly the people I was with when I cut this coffee. And I absolutely love it, adore it. Um, we have it as a European exclusive because we buy so much from the farm, um, and it's a coffee that I'm super, super proud of. Um, Gabrielle, who owns the farm, is one of the most renowned coffee producers in the world. He's also an agronomist. Um, uh, I think this is our third or fourth year of exclusivity with them, and we have a super close relationship with Gabrielle. In fact, so close that um, there's a court order still standing on. Not allowed to go within 50 metres of him because I am such a fanboy. Um, now whenever I see him he gets very scared of me. He's like, why? Because he just grows great coffee and he thinks everybody does. Um, Fazenda Kishwera, uh, to give it full title, The Grama uh, has been um, in the Carvalho-Diaz family since 1890. Uh, 110 crops I think it is now, 109, 110 crops. Um, three miles from the state border of Minas Gerais, and when I say it's close, it's really close. Um, it is in the Sul de Minas region, has an altitude of 1100 to 1250, I think it is, above sea level. Um, and uh, Gabriel doesn't just own this farm, he, well, he owns this farm, but his family, the Carvelio Dias, which he, he helps with, own several farms in the area, and they all border each other. Uh, Cachoeira has a total um, hectare of 417 hectares, of which 175 hectares um, is coffee, Uh, holy coffee. There is a lot of forest as well. Um, Everything is done manually. Uh, Because it's so steep in parts, because it's very un-Brazilian, it doesn't really have any mechanisation. It doesn't have any machines going in and uh, kind of harvesting and things. It's just... It's a real coffee terrain, which when you go to Brazil, it's quite unusual. It really is. Um, You don't come across that kind of thing all the time. Uh, Gabriel is, I'm trying to think of a kind way of saying he's like, he's a sandal wearing, tofu eating, green loving. He's an environmentalist uh, is probably the best way. And environmental sustainability is super important to him. And just as it is to me, I know I'm making fun of it. but he has whole areas where he's planted native trees, um, the whole word kishwara comes from uh, waterfall, there is a beautiful waterfall on the farm, um, there's, there is a school, there is uh, a football field, um, there are 47 houses that people who work on the farm all get... Um, modern facilities, so they have, you know, running water. They have electricity, um, all things that you think would be normal. But like the electricity is produced from the um, waterfall hydroelectricity, um, and they only have to top it up during the peak season when they have lots of pickers there. Um, they have lots of original trees there as well as lots of new plantings. They planted canario, they have planted tapasio, they planted a whole heap of different and unusual varietals. A, a form of Kep Cup of Excellence finalist as well. Um, it really is like a poster child farm for Brazil. Um, this is uh, the naturally processed version. Um, as we're going to see when we cup it and taste it, it's not like any other natural that you may have had before. Um, uh, it's very close to the one that we had in 383, the pulp natural, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, another thing I'm excited to share with you is the map pit. Hello, there I am. Oh, I look really good there. Uh, That's because I am really good. Um, We're zooming up. We're zooming into Google Earth. And uh, there's the UK. And we're going across the Atlantic and going to the country of Brazil. Um, Brazil is uh, too big. Uh, I hate visiting there because everything is a long, long way away. Um, But I am looking forward to visiting because of the World Cup. Have I mentioned about that in the past? Hey, but let's look at Brazil. So Brazil has the longest beach in the world at 7,500 kilometres. I, I couldn't even run that, and I'm really good at running. Um, we're going down, and we're going down to Minas Geras. Minas Geras is where some of my favourite coffees come from. I kind of do love this area. Um, it, although, kind of saying that, Kishwera actually isn't part of Minas Geras. If you look, it's smack on the border, and it actually goes across... But you can throw stones um, at uh, at Minas from here. So there's the farm. Um, Just below where that like drying patio is, the the waterfall, which is Cachoeira in Portuguese, it means waterfall, is just below there. Um, And there's an In My Mug I did a while back where I'm actually paddling in that waterfall. But we go down and we see there we've got drying patios, we've got the whole whole kind of houses that the workers live on. It's like a little village when you kind of get in there. Um, It is... Great, great farm. Um I really do love visiting there. Um but yeah, there we go. We're gonna get into that whole this is the drying patios that we're outlining, um, and, and all of the outbuildings. It's um yeah, it's really good on one of the best Google Earths you can kind of get for a farm that you can really see lots and lots of detail. Um but yeah, let's zoom back up and let's go up to there and let's go. That was the map bit. Good map bit, yeah. See I another um, what I did forget to do was the, the figures, so it is from Brazil it's from the Marganio uh, region of Sao Paulo, Stroke uh, Minas Gerais um, the nearest uh, city is São Sebastião de Grama uh, the farm is Fazenda Cachoeira uh, it's a naturally processed Bourbon which is grown 1,100 to 1,200 metres above sea level and is owned by Carvalho, the Carvalho Dias family and in particular Gabriel ok, now the fun big facts have been done, time for Roland to do his daft fact So although this farm is in Sao Paulo, I'm going to talk about Minas Gerais because it's more Venus than Sao Paulo. Minas Gerais is twice the size of the UK and a little bit more, but with only a quarter of the population it has a lot more land to grow things. Um, okay, time to wrap you on pause. Go, time to go and get tasty, and delicious drinks. Be back with you in just a second. We are back. Let's dive straight into this tasty espresso. For me, Brazilians make amazing espressos. The naturals work particularly well, uh, and milk. I'm very much looking forward to it. But And the big thing about Brazilian naturals, they don't taste naturally, a <laughs> bit weird. But they don't have that funkiness, but what it does give you is lots of body, lots of dark chocolate, lots of deep notes. I mean, it's super sweet still, but the dark chocolate is just so dominant. It is like drinking dark chocolate. Let's go into the milk. Now that dark tra- chocolate translates itself into big coffee flavors. And in milk, because you dilute in the coffee and adding that sweet milk, it raises the sweetness, but the coffee flavor is still dominant. That's a fantastic cappuccino, like an awesome cappuccino, a really, really good cappuccino. Um, I wish all cappuccinos tasted like that. So, time for the Chemex. Now, regular viewers of um, Somebody's ringing me again. Every time I do in my mug, somebody rings me. I hope you can't pick that up on the camera, but um, normally you get. I love the filter, and the, the, the other two drinks I'm not so bad. I've got a feeling I'm not going to enjoy this as much. Actually, I'll take that back. What happens as you brew it? The dark chocolate kind of sits down. There's a beautiful walnut coming through. A beautiful white sugar sweetness, a little bit of chocolate, but not so dominant as it is in the espresso or in the cappuccino. It's an amazing coffee. anybody who doesn't like naturals, I don't send them to you too often. And when I do send ones like this, they are just amazing coffees. And I really think you will struggle to kind of go, that is, you yeah, know, that is a natural. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me as always. That phone threw me off, didn't it? This is not my greatest work today. Um, But this is great coffee, and I really hope you enjoy it. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.